0: Welcome to Behind the Story, where we discover the story behind your favorite stories. My name is Lisa Renee from the Collab Press, and I'm also a Sweet and Clean Romance author. And my name is Naomi Craig. I write historical novels set in Bible times.
1: Um, we have a repeat guest. We're excited to welcome back Kim Vogel-Sawyer to our show. Um, we had her on about a year ago. It's great to catch up with her. But before we get on to that pre-recorded interview Um, we'd love for you to hit that like and subscribe button on our YouTube so you are alerted anytime we come up with a fantastic interview um, of great Christian and sweet and clean fiction Um, before we get started Lisa what are you working on all
0: righty what am I working on well it's been a busy December Uh, last year I took December off and January and um, it's summer in Australia and kids are going on holiday yay <laughs> sort of <laughs> so yeah my writing schedule will be thrown out a bit but um i do have some deadlines so i'm writing for the trinity lakes romance series uh that's coming out next year and it's set in a, in america but the australian and american characters so that's been fun but i need to write um my novella it's a rom-com it's a sweet clean rom-com um it's the book two of a series that I'm releasing so they're just 25,000 words which is roughly half a novel you know um so a good size novella and the first one is just come out um as a single title faking it for grand sake and that's uh just a lot of bit of fun um and so there's a second one coming out the end of January so I need to crack on and write that story <laughs> I wrote uh, quite a lot of it earlier in the year, but I, yeah, um, had to focus. But now I need to refocus. Excellent. What did you, you read it Naomi, what did you think? Have you read some
1: of it? I love, yeah, it was fun. I was, um, this one was faking it for grand sake. That was a lot of fun. That's, uh, it's, uh, it's, I really liked how, how she stuck to her guns. Is that a phrase for you? Probably not. Yeah, yeah it is. Like, yeah. um, like she she saw that the pattern was going to be unhealthy with him being a workaholic and said, I don't, I don't want to repeat that. I really appreciated that. But then it's also, it's not like he was the big bad wolf in as a workaholic. He did really well at his job and he really liked it. So I thought that was a really, really good balance. And then of course, um, he hasn't told Gran yet that they broke off the engagement. So <laughs> he gets himself in lots of trouble, um, but it it was it was a lot of fun. And uh, Mrs. Baxter is back, so I approve.
0: <laughs> She's on page one. <laughs> She's there, uh, and there's like
1: an incident with falling in a floral bucket too. So it starts off with a
0: bang. <laughs> no, but I really enjoyed it. Well done. Ah, uh, good. I'm glad I uh, put a smile on your face. That's my uh, goal there, just to have a bit of fun. And then, yeah, there's a little bit of a message in there, like before um, stories. What about you, Naomi? I'm really excited. Um, we've been talking about what you and Donna are doing and other things. Tell us, tell us about what you are up to. Okay, so
1: um, I'm working on. Um, I'm actually doing uh, independent publishing for um, next year after my. Um, Traditional published, so it'll be busier, um, and that is actually a New Testament novel. Um, and we are we are looking at the Apostle Paul, uh, but we're seeing him from other people's perspectives. So like um, it be basically four sections, and each section is a different character who is impacted by Saul slash Paul um, and his persecution of the church, or and then it shows how he progresses from um persecuting church to being the guy who's gonna write half of the New Testament. Um first off it's gonna be with Stephen and then um Ananias from Damascus and then Tabitha and then also Barnabas. Um so some some big names that you know in the Bible. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it's gonna be fun. I'm co-writing oh, wow. with our good friend uh, Donna Elaine she's been on the show a couple of times she's fantastic writing style so I'm
0: Mm.
1: really excited about that that that's going to be a it's going to be a really solid book so
0: oh it's going to be amazing both of you are very talented and um yeah this is you know a good genre to write in and then you're you've got that experience in that genre and that um, right that readership and bringing Donna on who you know she writes uh bible studies and things as well it's definitely a passion of hers and she's an amazing fiction writer so blending those two together and you guys coming together on this project it's um very exciting I'm very excited about it yay Yeah. Um, yeah so we we have some giveaways coming up um and some paperbacks so we'll talk about that soon but um Naomi would you like to introduce our our guest
1: yeah, absolutely. Our guest today, we're welcoming back award winning author Kim Vogel Sawyer. If you follow Kim on Facebook, you'll likely find pictures of sunsets, old Christmas carol lyrics, Operation Christmas Child ideas, and of course, kitty pictures. Kim, welcome
0: back to Behind the Story.
2: Thank you so much for the invitation.
0: No problem. It's great to have you back. Uh, But for those who aren't familiar with you, uh, just tell us a bit about yourself and what you write.
2: All right. Well, I'm Kim vogel Sawyer, and I write predominantly historical Christian fiction. But I also do some contemporary women's fiction, some, well, the majority probably, using Old Order Mennonite characters. I also have um, some just straight women's fiction and also a young adult um, series out so lots of books, which is really fun.
1: <laughs> How many books are you at now?
2: Um, number sixty will be out in April of next year. Yeah.
1: Congratulations, that's fantastic. So your latest novel, Still My Forever, follows disillusioned musician Gilbert Batty? Beatty? Beatty. Uh, Beatty. Sorry, Gilbert. My apologies. <laughs> Gilbert Beatty <laughs> strives to get his career and love life back on track. Four years after leaving his hometown to make it big on the elite New York City music scene. Gil returns to Falk, Kansas with his head held low. As he tries to discover his rediscover his creativity, he can't help but by being distracted by. Ava Flaming, the baker to whom he was briefly engaged before he ended things, oh, he's finding himself herself even more drawn to Gil than she used to be. Tell us the story behind Still My
2: Forever. You know, it's funny how um, just a little picture somewhere can just bring an entire story to life in a person's mind. But I was scrolling through Facebook and I came across an, a vintage image of a boy's band and their costuming caught my eye at first because I thought, oh my goodness, that looks like little Russian clothing. And it was. And what it was, was the youngest youth band in the state of Kansas, which was started by a young man named Paul Crabb, who had moved from New York City to tiny Inman, Kansas, and began working with the the young people in the town. And the the band really became um, well-known across the state because the members were so young. Um, Youth bands were not uncommon, but to have the average age of 12 was very uncommon. And just the the whole thought of someone coming from New York, I mean, I've been to New York. It's very, very different than 1,000 people Kansas town so the, the I was thinking of the culture shock and the settling in and the story just started coming to light but that's where it started was just a picture from a museum page on Facebook <laughs> oh cool there you yeah. go that's how authors get the inspiration <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you gotta get it somewhere um yeah that's interesting as the um how a, an image a photo would trigger something and then your mind just goes into that creative space and uh before you know it it's evolving to this storyline that you have to write um okay one corinthians 12 7 says a spirit uh we're talking about a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other that's the core of this story what does that look like for gil and ava
2: well, for both of them, to a certain extent, they see their doing good deeds as a way of uh, making themselves feel important and needed and valued. Um, so we all have those gifts that we've been given that God wants us to use. But the main motivation really should be to glorify him, not to glorify self. And so that's something that I think that comes through in the story. Um The other side of that is Ava really sees herself as um, her parents' caretaker first and everything else second, but God had a different plan for her life, and it took her a little while for her to reconcile herself with what God wanted her to do as opposed to what she really wanted to do, and I think we all wrestle with that to a certain extent. We we make our plans, but God directs our steps, and she had to lean into his plan for her to truly find her place of belonging
1: yeah i love that that's definitely going to resonate i think um whether it's something that you've put on yourself or something other people have put on you it just doesn't always line up with what god puts on you and has for you to do in this life so this is a second chance romance and it has music as a key element. How did that play into your plotting and your writing? And if I recall, um, you had a special, a special song composed and written. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. Correct. Um, I, I really wanted an actual song to go with this story because, as you said, music was just integral to the entire storyline. I mean, a, a youth band inspired the story, so obviously music was going to come into play. And then, of course, by setting it in a Mennonite community, music has just always been so much a part of the Mennonite heritage, um, singing together in church, worshiping in that way. Uh, music in community uh, it's just woven into the Mennonite heritage so that had to be included but I happen to have a very gifted brother who has has been a director at Carnegie Hall in New York and he's a, a published composer so I, I contacted him and I said I really want a song to go with this will you write the song and he said absolutely and then I contacted my oldest daughter who was a very gifted poet. And I said, I need lyrics to go with this song. Um, I gave her a little backstory for my characters and just set her loose. And so she wrote these beautiful lyrics for Gil to gift Ava in the story. And what I loved about it when it was all said and done, this this story was, I called it the band leader, you know, because I wasn't sure what we would come up with for a title, but the publisher chose um, the line one of the lines from the song that my daughter and my brother wrote to be the title of the books. And it's "To still my forever. So that was really special to me to have that used. Oh, that's wonderful.
1: Wow. So let's, um, let's drop in the comments below. Let us know some other books that are musically, like have music as really as a character. Tell us some other books that you can think of right off the top of your head that have music as a character.
2: Music tends to come into a lot of my stories just because it's so much a part of my family life Mm. and so forth. But I think it's probably played the most prominent role in um, Freedom Song, Song of My Heart and Still My Forever. Mm.
0: Do you listen to music when you're writing? Do you have some instrumental music or any playlists?
2: I wish I could. My problem is I start singing the lyrics because I'm so familiar with so many different songs that I'll start singing in my head. And it's really hard to write one thing and sing another thing in your head. So I have to be pretty cautious about what I do. I like to listen to music for inspiration. But when I'm writing, I really need to not have it on or it distracts me. So... (laughs) (laughs)
0: awesome okay so we we do have a opportunity to chat about your upcoming book as well the one in 23 the tapestry of grace releasing in march Mm -hmm. follows reserve widower conrad Rempel as he attempts to raise his mischievous twin boys what is the story behind um the tapestry of grace
2: Well, this one was not a Facebook encounter, but I was doing some research for something else and I came across um, an article about the Frauenverein, which is basically a women's benevolent club. It was first established in New York by German immigrants. Um, As more immigrants were arriving, there were a number of widows and orphans on the, the boat. And those that were already established really wanted to reach out to them. So they formed a group that would do that. And the idea of ministering to the widows and orphans just kind of spread to other communities across the United States with a strong German influence. And it did end up being in Kansas as well in some of the German communities. So that was fun to incorporate that. And of course, you know, Um, these women want to reach out, they want to help, but sometimes the best laid plans don't go the way we think they're going to. (laughs) So it was a little bit of humor. It kind of incorporated itself into the story as well, although there are some pretty serious threads in the story too.
1: Excellent. And that one comes out, uh, you said April,
2: is that correct? I believe it's in April, yes. Okay
1: awesome wonderful and both of those covers are stunning
2: they're Aren't fantastic they yeah they yeah. just did really really nice job with those yeah
1: well it's interesting because um I'm actually working um on a biblical novel in Acts and of course okay. that's where where we have the you know lookout for the um the 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 Greek widows and orphans are getting slighted and stuff so that's that's in- it's not a it's not a new concept to the Germans for sure but it's Definitely on the Lord's heart, even since, you know, Deuteronomy and Genesis. So that's that's going to be really fantastic. Uh, can what say that again? Frauen, the Froin <laughs> <Frain vorine. laughs> Yes. What a fun! How much German <laughs> is going into your into your Mennonite community book?
2: Well, Do you know German? I'm spattering. I, I know enough to get myself in trouble. Eskere Deutsch nicht sehr gut. But anyway, yeah, there's a few splashes in there um, just for flavor. Yeah, try not to overwhelm it. But it's it's fun to incorporate it when I can. So the
0: story revolves around the power of prayer within a community. Why is it so important for people to pray for people they know, even if those people don't ask for help?
2: But when we pray, we're tapping into a power that's so much greater than our own. We are, we're reaching out to someone who can do anything and everything, even when we are helpless, he never is. And by, by lifting other people up, we get outside of ourselves, outside of self-centeredness and enter that realm of compassion and empathy. And I think that's a good place for all of us to reside from time to time, Um, particularly reaching out to people that are more helpless even than we are. And I think orphans and widows certainly figure into that, particularly in the time period in which the story is written when there weren't as many opportunities for widowed women as there might be today. It's always been a a topic that's near and dear to me as ministering to the widows and ministering to orphans. And so it felt natural to bring it into this particular story.
1: That's neat. That's a beautiful heart. And I know that's gonna show through in all of your books. Um, And actually, this next question is slightly related to that. Um, On a personal note, how many Operation Christmas Child boxes this
2: year? By the time all was said and done, I packed 193 boxes. was really really fun, yeah,
1: yeah. That's fantastic. So Operation Christmas Child, if you're not familiar with it, is not specifically for um, orphans, but it's people in a children in a maybe a lower poverty level, and so you give them a little box of Christmas goodies and life goodies and stuff like that. It's that's how I understand it. I know Kim. If you follow Kim, you're gonna find some fantastic ideas for when you come up unpacking yours um next christmas time but um it's really it's really neat to see your heart for the children and the um the communities around the world as the lord's found your heart that's really beautiful to see it's an
2: amazing ministry it's just a joy to be a part of it
0: awesome so well tell us what's coming up next for you kim
2: you know, I wish I could tell you, but I don't really know. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of between books right now in the process of um, negotiating a new contract, and I'm not real sure. I have two strong ideas in my heart. Um, one's a contemporary, one is a historical. But we'll just see um, how my publisher and I land with that and where we'll, where we'll go next. But I've got characters clamoring in my brain wanting to come out. So I'm looking forward to writing again in January.
1: Excellent. Well, where can our readers and our audience find you online, Kim?
2: Well, you can always go to my website, which is just Kimvogelsawyer.com or social media. I'm most active on Facebook. I just find that one to be the most interactive. I enjoy it more than some of the others. So I would invite people to look for Kim Vogelsayer, comma, author slash speaker <laughs> on Facebook. Would love to communicate with people there. Wonderful.
0: All right. Well, it's been such a pleasure to have you back and just hear about these new stories that are coming out. And um, that's an amazing achievement, like over 60 books. It's just, whoa, amazing. (laughs) So well done. Well done. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us on Behind the Story.
2: Oh, thank you so much. I enjoyed it. To connect with Kim
0: and her books, she's offering a book bundle paperbacks of both Steal My Forever to be sent out now and The Tapestry of Grace. And that will be sent out when it's published in April 23 to a US address. So we'll have the link in the show notes. So don't forget to have a go because uh, you could win these. It's quite easy. You just um, pop your email address in and we don't keep your email for marketing purposes. It's just if you're the winner, we'll send you an email and let you know.
1: Very good. And we also have, as usual, our freebies um, attached. If you're here for Kim and the historical community, comment below, let us know, hashtag Kim. And um, if you like reading historical novels and you like Bible times, my book, on um, Desolate Heights, is free when you sign up for my newsletter. It's about Balaam and his talking donkey.
0: Yeah a great story and i also have a free audiobook or ebook of fake engagement mistake it's a fun christian rom-com so the, the link will be in the show notes as well uh, don't forget to subscribe because we have a new year's edition coming up on behind the story and we've got some giveaways uh some amazon prizes reader gifts and some books so hit that subscribe button and um we'll we'll keep in touch about that Thank you for joining us on
1: this edition of Behind This Story. Until next time, let us run with endurance this race set before us. Looking on to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. See you next time.